out there in dreamland namaste and salam alaikum iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend thank you all very much for tuning in another episode of the beyond top secret texan i am the beyond top secret texan i am broadcasting to you from the third coast coast most the gulf coast of texas and it is my pride and privilege to be doing so so thank each and every one of you everything is already aligned let me get this all set up all right, now we're going to be rocking and rolling really fast. It's going to be a quick episode. This is about Halloween. Halloween is shared around the world. I know it's a little vanilla for uh, my typical esoteric, you know, explorations of the holidays, etc. But it's in keeping. It's in keeping because, you know, I just want to really celebrate Halloween and and express that to you guys out there in dreamland my audience that halloween is you know the favorite holiday of beyond top secret texan and you know absolutely this is just a celebration of it this episode just about it not digging too deep into too much we've already done sam hain episodes we did sam hain episodes in 2021 um talking about their Celtic origins, talking about the Odellis Mortis and its connection with this uh, idea of death cultism, but in the celebration of life and, and understanding dualities, etc. So we're going to be going through it just on Halloween and the various Halloween analogs that exist internationally for all people are brothers and sisters and we should all uh, see eye to eye on this celebration of energy that seasonally the world experiences around the time of Halloween, as it's currently held October 31st, which is otherwise known as the harvest, the harvest moon or the harvest season of fall. The season immediately before um, the end of harvest feast, November feast, the end of the year feast, and the beginning of winter solstice proper. So let's get into it. Let's hit the ground running. Roger that. So yeah, geography of Halloween. Halloween is a celebration observed on October 31st, the day before the Feast of All Hallows, also known as Hallowmas or All Saints' Day. The celebrations and observances of the day occur primarily in regions of the Western world, albeit with some traditions varying significantly between geographical areas. Origins Halloween is the eve of a vigil before the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows or All Saints, which is observed on November 1st. This day begins the Tridium of Hallowtide, which culminates with All Souls Day. In the Middle Ages, many Christians held a folk belief that All Hallows' Eve was the night where the veil between the material world and the afterlife was at the most transparent. On All Hallows' Eve, Christians in some parts of the world visit graveyards to pray while placing flowers and candles on the graves of their loved ones. In the Americas, Canada celebrates Halloween due to its Scottish immigration. Before 1870, 
brought the Scottish version of the holiday to each country. They reached Canada was no exception. The earliest known reference to ritual begging on Halloween in English-speaking North America occurs in 1911 when a newspaper in Kingston, Ontario reports that it was normal for the small children to go to street guising as ha- on Halloween between 6 and 7 p.m., visiting shops and neighbors to be rewarded with nuts and candies for their rhymes and songs. Canadians spend more on candy at Halloween than any other time apart from Christmas. Halloween is also a time for charitable contributions. Until 2006, when UNICEF moved to an online donation system, collecting small change was very much a part of Canadian trick-or-treating. Quebec offers themed tours of parts of the old city and historic cemeteries in the area. In 2014, the hamlet of Arviat Nanavut moved their Halloween festivities to the community hall, canceling the practice of door-to-door trick-or-treating due to the risk of roaming polar bears. In British Columbia, it is a tradition set off to fireworks at Halloween. In the United States, Halloween did not become a holiday until the 19th century. The transatlantic migration of nearly 2 million Irish following the Great Irish Famine of 1845 and 1849 brought the holiday to the United States. American librarian and author Ruth Edna Kelly wrote the first book-length history of the holiday in the U.S., the book of Halloween in 1919. The references, sal- the references solely in the chapter Halloween in America all Halloween costumes or customs in the United States are borrowed directly or adapted from those of other countries. The taste in Halloween festivities now is the study of old traditions and hold a scotch party using Robert Burns' poem Halloween as a guide or to go a souling as the English used the word. In short, no costume that was once honored at Halloween is out of fashion now. The main event for children at modern Halloween in the United States and Canada is trick-or-treating, in which children, teenagers, and sometimes young adults, but often parents accompanying their children, disguise themselves in costumes and go door-to-door to their neighborhoods, ringing each doorbell and yelling trick-or-treat to solicit a gift of candy or similar items. Teenagers and adults will more frequently attend Halloween-themed costume parties typically hosted by friends or themed events at nightclubs, either on Halloween itself or weekends close to the holiday. At the turn of the 20th century, Halloween had turned into a night of vandalism, with destruction of property and cruelty to animals and people widespread. Around 1912, the Boy Scouts, Boys Clubs, and other neighborhood organizations came together to encourage a safe celebration that would end the destruction that had become so common on this night. The commercialization of Halloween in the United States did not start until the 20th century, beginning perhaps with Halloween postcards featuring hundreds of designs which were most popular between 1905 and 1915. Denison Manufacturing Company, which published its first Halloween catalog in 1909. The Belsty Company were pioneers in commercially made Halloween decorations, particularly die-cut paper items. And German manufacturers specializing in Halloween figurines that were exported to the United States in the period between the two world wars. Halloween is now the United States' second most popular holiday after Christmas for decoration and the sale of candy and costumes is also extremely common during the holiday. 
It is unique in that it's one of the only costume wearing holidays outside of traditional clothing. In America, it was marketed children and adults alike. The National Confectioners Association, NCA, reported that in 2005, 80% of Americans surveyed plan to give out candy to trick-or-treaters or consume it themselves. The NCA reported that 2005 that 93% of children plan to go trick-or-treating. According to the National Retail Federation, the most popular Halloween costume themes for adults are, in order, witch, pirate, vampire, cat, and clown. Each year, popular costumes are dictated by various current events and pop culture icons. On many college campuses, Halloween is a major celebration, with the Friday and Saturday nearest 31st of October hosting many costume parties. Other popular activities as are watching horror movies and visiting haunted houses, which are carnival-type fair rides, usually assembled in neighborhoods or churches or schools, but have now become a private industry. Total spending on Halloween is estimated to be $8.4 billion annually in the United States. Events. Many theme parks stage Halloween events annually, such as Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, Hollywood and Universal Orlando, Mickey's Halloween Party and Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Disneyland Resort, and Magic Kingdom, respectively. There is Knott's Scary Farm at Knott's Berry Farm, and more notably, parades in New York's Village Halloween Parade. Each year, approximately 50,000 costume marchers parade up 6th Avenue. Salem, Massachusetts, site of the Salem Witch Trials, celebrates Halloween throughout the month of October with tours, plays, concerts, and other activities. A number of venues in New York's Lower Hudson Valley has hosts various events to showcase a connection with Washington Irving's Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Van Cortland Manor's stages the great jack-o'-lantern blaze, featuring thousands of lighted carved pumpkins. Some locals have had to modify their celebrations due to disruptive behavior on the part of young adults. Madison, Wisconsin hosts an annual Halloween celebration, but in 2002, due to large crowds in the straight street area, a riot broke out, necessitating the use of mounted police and tear gas for dispersing the crowds. Likewise, Chapel Hill, site of the University of North Carolina, has a downtown street party, which in 2007 drew a crowd estimated at 80,000 on downtown Franklin Street. In a town with a population of just 54,000, this was an alarming problem. In 2008, in an effort to curb the influx of out-of-towners, Mayor Kevin Foy put measures in place to make commuting downtown more difficult on Halloween, closing streets. In 2014, large crowds of college students rioted at the Kenny, New Hampshire Pumpkin Fest, whereupon the city council would, not, would vote not to grant a permit for the following year's festival. The organizers moved the event to Laconia for 2015. In Brazil, the Brazilian non-government organization named Amigos de Sassi created Sachi Day as Brazilians parallel to opposition to the American-influenced holiday of Halloween that saw minor celebration in Brazil. The Sachi is a mischievous evil character in Brazilian folklore. Sachi Day is commemorated on October 31st, the same day as Halloween, and is an official holiday in the state of Sao Paulo. Despite official recognition in Sao Paulo and several other municipalities throughout the country, few Brazilians celebrate it. In the Dominican Republic, 
has been gaining popularity largely due to Dominicans living in the United States and then bringing the custom of Halloween to the island. In the larger cities of Santiago and Santo Domingo, it has become more common to see children trick-or-treating in suburbs, but in smaller towns and villages, it is almost entirely absent due to the religious oppositions in the area. Tourist areas such as Sosa and Punto Cana feature many venues with Halloween celebrations predominantly geared towards adults. Mexico has Dio de los Muertos, but Halloween is also observed, usually from the American expats. It's observed, Dio de los Muertos is observed in Mexico, Day of the Dead is what it translates to. Celebrations arose from the syncretism of indigenous Aztec traditions with a Christian hallowtide of the Spanish colonizers. Flower decorations, altars, and candles are part of the holiday season. The holiday is distinct from Halloween in its origins and observances, and the two have become associated because of the cross-border connections between Mexico and the United States through popular culture and migration. As the two celebrations occur at the same time of the year and may involve similar imagery, such as skeletons, they are often confused. But Halloween and Dio de los Muertos have influenced each other in some areas of the United States and Mexico, no doubt, with Halloween traditions such as costumes and face painting becoming increasingly common features of the Mexican festival, as well as the Dio de los Muertos Latino or skeleton, the highly iconified candy skulls, etc., becoming often worn Halloween costumes in America. In China, the Chinese celebrate the Hungry Ghost Festival in mid-July, when it is customary to float river lanterns to remember those who have died. By contrast, Halloween is often called All Saints Festival, or less commonly, All Saints Eve, or Eve of All of the Saints. Stemming from the term All Hallows Eve, Halloween, or Hallow referring to the souls of holy saints, that Chinese Christian churches would interpret the whole religious celebrations. Non-religious celebrations are dominated by expatriate Americans or Canadians, but costume parties are also popular for Chinese young adults, especially in large westernized cities like Hong Kong, where at Disneyland and Ocean Park, which holds a Halloween bash, annually. Mainland China has less influenced by Anglo traditions than Hong Kong, and Halloween is generally considered foreign. As Halloween has become more popular globally, it has also become more popular in China. However, particular amongst children attending private or international schools with many foreign teachers from North America. In Hong Kong, traditional door-to-door trick-or-treating is not commonly practiced due to the vast majority of Hong Kong residents living in high-rise apartment blocks. However, in many buildings catering to expatriates or westernized Hong Kong, Uh, Locals, Halloween parties and limited trick-or-treating is arranged by the management. Instances of street-level trick-or-treating in Hong Kong occur on ultra-exclusive gated housing communities such as the Beverly Hills, populated by Hong Kong super-rich, and in expatriate areas like Discovery Bay and Red Hill Peninsula. For the general public, there are events at Sim Sha Su Avenue and the stars that try to mimic the celebration. In the Lan Kwai Fong area of the Hong Kong, Known as Major Entertainment District for the International Community, a Halloween celebration and parade has taken place for over 20 years, with many people dressing in costume and making their way around the streets to various drinking establishments. Many international schools 
also celebrate Halloween with costumes, and some put an academic twist on the celebration, such as the book Celebrations at Hong Kong International School where students dress as a favorite literary characters. Japan. Halloween arrived in Japan and mainly as a result of American pop culture. In 2009, it was celebrated only by expats. The wearing of elaborate costumes by young adults at night has since become popular in areas such as Amerikumoro, in Osaka, and Shibuya in Tokyo, where in October, two, uh, to, October 2012, about 1,700 people dressed in costumes to take part in the Halloween festival. Now, by 2023, it is tens of thousands. Celebrations have become popular with young adults as a costume party and club event. Trick-or-treating for Japanese children has taken hold in some areas. And by the mid-2010s, Yakuza's were giving snacks and sweet to children on the street. Did I read that right? Yeah, by mid-2010s, Yakuza members were giving snacks and sweets to children on the streets. Remember, the Yakuza, unlike many organized crime syndicates, is very is very intelligent about their public image, and they're very active in public relations, positive public relations. They do a lot of charity work. They do a lot of outreach work. They are considered like a unofficial, just fact of life, and instead of having society. Like the only support they get from society is because they have this Robin Hood type aesthetic to them where they ostensibly are for the homeless, the poor, the working class in a system that's corrupt and rigged based on aristocracy. And in the modern world that translates to them being a criminal organization, a mafia, like openly a mafia that commits illegal crime and, and conducts... Nothing but crime, and extortion, murder, etc., all that. But still gives out food to the, to the needy, you know, runs charities, things like that. You know, supports and, and disaster relief, um, you know, offers scholarships and shit like that to people. It's fucking, it's fucking insane when you actually do the research on the Yakuza. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. They were going out and handing out candy. But, you know, like, Yakuza was up openly participating in trick-or-treating and stuff. Fucking crazy whenever I read that shit. <clears throat> but, man, we gotta do an episode on the Yakuza one day. We really do. The Philippines. The period from 31st of October through 2nd of November is a time for remembering dead family members and friends. Many Filipinos travel back to their hometowns for family gatherings or festive remembrances. Trick-or-treating is gradually replacing the dying tradition of Pangangulalawa, a local analog of Old English custom of souling. People in the provinces still observe Pangangulalawa by going into groups to every house and offering a song in exchange for a little bit of money or food. The participants, usually children, would sing carols about the souls in purgatory with the abulo, alms for the dead, used to pay for masses for these souls. Along with the requested alms, householders sometimes gave the children suman, or sweet rice cakes. 
during the night, various small items such as clothing, plants, etc. would mysteriously disappear, only to be discovered the next morning in the yard or in the middle of the street. In older times, it was believed that the spirits of ancestors and loved ones visiting the living at night manifested their presence by taking the item mischievously. As the observation of Christmas traditions in the Philippines begins, as early as September, it is a common sight to see Halloween decorations next to Christmas decorations in urban settings. Starting in 2022, Saudi Arabia began to celebrate Halloween in the public of Riyadh under its Saudi vision of 2030 plan. Singapore Around mid-July in Singapore, Chinese celebrated Zong Yang Jie, or Yong Lan Jie, Hungry Ghost Festival, a time when it is believed the spirits of the dead come back to visit their families. In recent years, Halloween celebrations are becoming more popular with influence from the West. In 2012, there were over 19 major Halloween celebrations and events around Singapore. SCAP's mission, or SCAP's Museum of Honors, or sorry, Museum of Horrors, the R's look like in, but I guess in context, yes, makes more sense now. It held its fourth scare fest in 2014, with Universal Studios Singapore hosting Halloween Horror Nights yearly ever since. South Korea. The popularity of the holiday among young people in South Korea comes from the English academies and corporate marketing strategies, and was influenced by Halloween celebrations in Japan and America. Despite not being a public holiday, it is celebrated in different areas around Seoul, especially Itaewon and Hyundai. Uh, it does not say this in this article, and I understand it's discretion, but very famously, South Korean Halloween is popularly celebrated uh, with lots of parties and, and street festivals and things like that. Like, like you know, um, crowded streets like Bourbon Street in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Or, uh, like, you know, New York City's Times Square during New Year's Eve. It's just, like, standing room only, people crowded together, rushing to go by the thousands to different, like, clubs and concerts and parties, etc. All night. Um, they had a very famous human crush, a tragedy that occurred, I want to say it was 2021, where... Um, because of the lockdown and the pressure of COVID, etc., that it was a busier than usual and more tightly secure slash like, you know, there was, because there was less to do, there was less to go because of the quarantine and stuff. And there were more people wanting to go out. There was a human crush. There was an overwhelming tragedy in which dozens of people lost their lives. Hundreds of people were seriously injured, uh, you know, traumatized, etc., and uh, thousands of people were involved, um, where people started funneling into the street, and they couldn't turn around, and they caused this massive crush, a human crush, and many, many people died, um, but that was on Halloween night, and that was uh, in Shubio, I believe that was in, um, I believe that was in Seoul, it might have been in Busan, but I believe it was in Seoul in South Korea. So that was just the thing. It's not on this article, but I want to I want to put that note. Taiwan. Traditionally, Taiwanese people celebrate Zong Yong Pudu Festival, where spirits that do not have any surviving family members uh, are paid respect 
and are able to roam the Earth during the seventh lunar month. It is known as the Ghost Month. While some have compared it to Halloween, it has no relations with the overall meaning being different. In recent years, many, uh, mainly as a result of the American pop culture, Halloween has become more widespread amongst young Taiwanese people. Halloween events are held in many areas across Taipei, such as Xinya Special District and Shulin District, where there are many international schools and expats. Halloween parties are celebrated differently based on different age groups. One of the most popular Halloween events is the Tamu Halloween Festival, which started in 2009 and is organized by the Taipei City of Office of Commerce. The two-day annual festival has attracted more than 240,000 visitors in 2019 alone. During this festival, stores and businesses in Tanmu place pumpkin lanterns outside their stores to identify themselves as trick-or-treat destinations for children. In Australia and New Zealand, the non-religious celebrations of Halloween are modeled on North American festivities and they are growing increasingly popular in Australia despite not being traditionally part of the culture. Some Australians criticize these intrusions into their culture, but many dislike the commercialization and American pop culture influence. Some supporters of the event place it alongside other cultural traditions such as St. Patrick's Day. Halloween historians and author of Halloween, Pagan Festival to Trick or Treat, Mark Oxbrow, says while Halloween may have been popularized by depictions of it in U.S. movies and TV shows, it is not a new entry into Australian culture. His research shows Halloween was first celebrated in Australia in Castlemaine, Victoria, in 1858, which was 43 years before the Federation did. His research shows Halloween traditions were brought to the country by Scottish and Irish miners who settled in Victoria during the gold rushes. Because of the polarized opinions about Halloween, growing numbers of people are decorating their letterboxes to indicate their ch- that children are welcome to come knocking. In the past decade, the popularity of Halloween in Australia has grown. And in 2020, the first magazine dedicated solely to celebrating Halloween in Australia was launched, called Halloween. And in 2021, sales of costumes, decorations, and carved pumpkins soared to an all-time high. Despite the effect of the global COVID-19 pandemic limiting celebrations. In New Zealand, Halloween is not celebrated to the same extent as the North America, although in recent years, non-religious celebrations have become more common, especially at parties. Trick-or-treating has become increasingly popular with minors in New Zealand, despite being not a British or Kiwi event, and the influence of American globalization through television and movies is prevalent. One criticism of Halloween in New Zealand is that it's overly commercialized the warehouse, for example. I guess that means like the Halloween store, which we have Halloween stores too, and that's a phenomenon. Like the Halloween store is just basically um, basically to make money. It's just it just exists. It springs up in, in derelict, you know, abandoned lots, and and gets very short term leases, and employs people only seasonally. But they make, like I said, there's eight billion dollars spent on Halloween in North America, so they make a lot of money. And everything is, is priced up to the roof. Like Halloween costumes are like thirty to forty dollars on the cheapest. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. In France, Halloween was introduced to most of France in nineteen nineties. In Brittany, Halloween has been celebrated for centuries and is known as Kalan Goenv, the night of spirits. 
During this time, it is believed that the spirits of the dead return to the world of the living led by the Anku, the collector of souls. Also during this time, Britons bake cornigo, a pastry shaped like the antlers of a stag. Halloween has partially ousted some older customs, customs such as the Reuben Gestern, the English Turnip Ghost or Beat Spirit Festival, and the Martin Sinjin. In Germany, Halloween was not generally observed in Germany prior to the 1990s either, but it has been increasing in popularity ever since. It has been associated with the influence of United States culture, usually through popular television, and trick-or-treating has occurred in various German cities, especially in areas such as Dahlem neighborhood in Berlin, which is part of the American zone during the Cold War. Today, Halloween in Germany brings in 200 million euros a year through multiple industries. Halloween is celebrated by both children and adults. Adults celebrate a themed costume party and clubs, while children go trick-or-treating with their parents. Complaints of vandalism associated with Halloween tricks are increasing as well, particularly with many elderly Germans unfamiliar with trick-or-treating practices. Greece. In Greece, Halloween is not celebrated widely, and it is a working day with little public interest since the early 2000s. Recently, it has somewhat increased in popularity as both a secular celebration, although Carnival is vastly more popular among Greeks. For very few, Halloween is considered the fourth most popular festival in the country after Christmas, Easter, and Carnival. Retail businesses, bars, nightclubs, and certain theme parks might organize Halloween theme parties. This boost in popularity has been attributed to the influence of Western consumerism. Since it is a working day, Halloween is not celebrated on 31st of October unless the date falls on a weekend, in which case it is celebrated by some during the last weekend before All Hallows' Eve, usually in the form of a themed house party and retail business decoration. Trick-or-treating is not widely popular because similar activities are already undertaken during Carnival. The slight rise in popularity of Halloween in Greece has led to some increase in its popularity through neighbor, neighboring nearby countries in the Balkans and Cyprus, in later years, there has been an increase in Greek Cypriot retailers selling Halloween merchandise every year. Ireland. On Halloween night, adults and children dress up as various monsters and creatures, light bonfires, and enjoy fireworks displays. Deary in Northern Ireland is home to the largest organized Halloween celebrations on the island in the form of a street carnival and fireworks display. Games are often played, such as bobbing for apples in which apples, peanuts, and other nuts and fruits, and some small coins are placed in a basin of water. Everyone takes turns catching as many items possible, using only their mouths. Another common game involves the hands-free eating of an apple hung on a string attached to the ceiling. Games of divination are also played at Halloween. Cold cannon is traditionally served on Halloween. 31st of October is the busiest day of the year for the emergency services. Bangers and fireworks are illegal in the Republic of Ireland. However, they are commonly smuggled in from North Ireland, where they are illegal. Bonfires are frequently built around Halloween. Trick-or-treating is popular amongst children on 31st of October, and Halloween parties and events are commonplace. October holiday occurs in the last Monday in October and may fall on Halloween. Its Irish names are Lassura, 
Me, Deheradar, Fomar, and Lasor Archishamna. And the letter translating literally as Halloween holiday. In Italy, All Saints Day is a public holiday. On the 2nd November, Tutti e Morti are All Souls Day, families, members, loved ones who have died. These are still the main holidays in some Italian tradition. Children would awake on the morning of All Saints or All Souls to find small gifts from their deceased ancestors. In Sardinia, Concos di Morto, Head of the Deads, they carved pumpkins that looked like skulls with candies or with candles inside being displayed. Halloween is, however, gaining in popularity and involves costume parties for young adults. The traditions to carve pumpkins and skull figures, lighten candles inside, or to beg for small gifts for the deeds, e.g. sweets or nuts, also belongs to North Italy. In Veneto, these carved pumpkins were called Lumere lanterns and Succi di Morte, deeds pumpkins. In Poland, since the fall of communism in 1989, Halloween has become increasingly popular in Poland particularly in the celebrated among younger people. The influx of Western tourists and expats throughout the 1990s introduced the costume party aspect of Halloween celebrations, particularly in clubs and at private house parties. Door-to-door trick-or-treating is not common. Pumpkin carving is becoming more evident, following a strong North American version of the tradition. In Romania... Romanians observe the Feast of St. Andrew, patron saint of Romania. On the 30th of November, on St. Andrew's Eve, ghosts are said to be about. A number of customs related to divination and other places connected to Halloween are associated with this night. However, with the popularity of Dracula in Western Europe around Halloween, the Romanian tourist industry promotes trips to locations connected to the historical Vlad Tipis and the more fanciful Dracula of Bram Stoker. One of the most successful Halloween parties in Transylvania takes place in Shigashora, the citadel where Vlad the Impaler was born. This party included magician shows, ballet show, and the ritual killing of a living dead. The biggest Halloween party in Transylvania takes place at Brand Castle, aka Dracula's Castle, in from Transylvania. Both the Catholic and Orthodox churches in Romania discourage Halloween celebrations, advising their parishioners to focus rather on the Day of the Dead on the 1st of November when special religious observances are held for the souls of the deceased. Opposition by religious and nationalist groups, including calls to ban costumes and decorations in schools in 2015, have been met with criticisms. Halloween parties are popular in bars and nightclubs, however, in the major cities. In Russia, most Christians are Orthodox. And the Orthodox Church, Halloween is on Saturday after Pentecost, and therefore four to five months before Western Halloween. Russian celebrations of Western Halloween began in the 1990s after the downfall of the Soviet regime, when costumes and ghoulish parties spread in nightclubs throughout Russia. Halloween is generally celebrated by younger generations and is not widely celebrated in civic society, e.g. theaters or libraries. In fact, Halloween is among the Western celebrations that the Western government and politicians, which have grown increasingly anti-Western in the early 2010s, are trying to eliminate from public celebration, seeing them as negative Western influences. In Spain... Celebrations involve eating castanillas, roasted chestnuts, panelettes, special almond balls covered in pine nuts, 
moniatos, roasted or baked sweet potatoes, osos de saint cake, and preserved fruit, candied or glazed fruit. Moscatel, muscal, is drunk from perones. And the time of the celebration it is common from street vendors to sell hot toasted chestnuts wrapped in newspaper. In many places, confectioners often organize raffles or chestnuts and preserved fruit. The tradition of eating these foods comes from the fact that during All Saints' Night and the Eve of All Souls' Day in the Christian tradition, bell ringers would ring bells in commemoration of the dead into the early morning. Friends and relatives would help with this task and everyone would eat these foods for sustenance. Other versions of the story state that the castanata originates at the end of the 18th century and comes from the old funeral meals where other foods such as vegetables and dried fruit were not served. The meal had the symbolic significance of a communion with the souls of the departed while the chestnuts were roasting, prayers would be said for the person who had just died. The festival is usually depicted within the figure of Castanera as an old lady dressed in peasant clothing and wearing a headscarf, sitting behind a table roasting chestnuts for street sale. In recent years, the Castanera had become a revetilia of all saints and is celebrated in the home and community. It is the first of four main school festivals alongside Christmas, Cornarstitos and St. George's Day, without reference to ritual or commemoration of the dead. Galicia is known to have two of the second largest Halloween or Samhain festivals in Europe, and during this time, a drink called Kemada is often served. In Sweden, Sweden, an all-Halloween's festival, a requiem mass, is widely attended every year at Uppsala Cathedral, part of the Lutheran Church of Sweden. Throughout the period of All Hallows Tide, starting with All Hallows Eve, Swedish families visit churchyards and adorn the graves of their family members with lit candles and wreaths fashioned from pine, from pine benches, or branches. Among children, the practice of dressing in costumes and collecting candy gained popularity beginning around 2005. The American traditions of Halloween have, however, met with skepticism among the older generations in due part to conflicting with Swedish traditions on All Hallows Eve and part due to the commercialism. In Sweden, All Saints Day, All Hallows' Eve is observed on the Saturdays occurring between October 31st and November 6th, whereas Halloween is observed on October 31st every year. In Switzerland, Switzerland, Halloween, after first becoming popular in 1999, is on the wane and is most popular with young adults who attend parties. Switzerland already has a festival overload, and even though Swiss people like to dress up for any occasion, they do prefer a traditional element such as the fact fash not tradition of chasing away winter using noise and masks. In the United Kingdom and Crown Dependencies, you have England. In the past, on Old Souls Eve, families would stay up late and little soul cakes were eaten. At the stroke of midnight, there was solemn silence among households which had candles burning in every room to guide the souls back to their visits from their earthly homes and a glass of wine on the table to refresh them. The tradition of giving soul cakes that originated in Great Britain and Ireland was known as souling, often seen as the origin of modern trick-or-treating in North America, and souling continued in parts of England as late as the 1930s, with children going door-to-door singing songs and saying prayers for the dead in return for cakes or money. This was known as Mischief Night, or Alientide. Trick-or-treating and other Halloween celebrations are extremely popular, with shops decorating with witches and pumpkins and young people attending costume parties. 
In Scotland, the name Halloween is the first attested to in the 16th century as a Scottish shortening of the fuller Al Hall Eve, that is the night before All Hallows Day. Jumfrey's poet John Main's 1780 poem made note of pranks at Halloween with Furfu pranks in Sioux. Scottish are fearful pranks in Sioux. Scottish poet Robert Burns was influenced by Main's composition and portrayed some of the costumes in his poetry. Or his poem, Halloween, this was written in 1785. According to Burns, Halloween is thought to be a night when witches, devils, and other mischief-making beings are all abroad in their baneful midnight errands. Among the earliest record of Jusung at Halloween in Scotland is in 1895, where masqueraders in disguise carrying lanterns made out of scooped-out turnips visit homes to be rewarded with cakes, fruit, and money. If children approached the door of a house, they were given offerings of food, the children's practice of guising, going from door to door in costumes for food or coins, is a traditional Halloween costume in Scotland. These days, children who knock on their neighbors' doors have to sing a song or tell stories for a gift or sweets or money. A traditional Halloween game includes apple duking, or dunking, i.e. retrieving one from a bucket of water using only one's mouth, and the attempting to eat while blindfolded a triacle jam-coated scone hanging from a piece of string. Traditional customs and lore, including divination practices, ways of trying to predict the future, a traditional Scottish form of divining one's future spouse is to carve an apple on one long strip, then toss the peel over one's shoulder. The peel is believed to land in the shape of the first letter of the spouse's future name. In Calvernock, Halloween is also celebrated on the last Friday of the month and is known colloquially as Killoween. On the Isle of Man, it is called Hop Tuna. In Halloween, it is popularly traditionally a occasion of the Isle of Man, celebrated everywhere. Not surprising, huh? And in St. Helena, Halloween is actively celebrated largely along the American model, with ghosts, skeletons, devils, vampires, witches, and the like. Imitation pumpkins are used instead of the real pumpkins because the pumpkin harvesting season in St. Helena's Hemisphere is not near Halloween. Trick-or-treating is widespread, and party venues provide entertainment for adults. Now what is this hop tuna that the Isle of Man celebrate? Would you believe it's probably more of a spiritual ancestor to Halloween? than even Sam Hain. Hoptuna is a Celtic festival celebrated the Isle of Man on 31st of October. It is a celebration of a traditional Gaelic festival of Sam Hain to start of a winter. It is thought to be the oldest unbroken tradition on the Isle of Man. The Manx name, Oi Honei, corresponds to the Irish Oche Shame, which is pronounced the same, though not in revived Manx. The exact statues, or st the exact status of Ochi Shame is its role in the Celtic calendar has been a matter of debate. With Ochi Shame eventually mutated into Halloween in Northern England and in Ireland, it is carried to America by Irish immigrants and developed into the modern Halloween. The term Hop Tuna comes from the Manx Gaelic song traditional song during the festival, which includes the nonsense Hop Tuna as a refrain, 
Such nonsense rhymes are common themes in Irish and Scottish Gaelic music. On the Isle of Man today, many groups are people continue the tradition of singing Hop Tuna songs around the house, which traditionally refer to waits going and visiting houses, especially those of wealthy and soliciting gifts. Beggars going around the houses are featured in the Deemsters with turnip lanterns. In addition to this, many public Hop Tuna events take place across the Isle of Man each year, most of which include competitions for artistically carving turnips and the singing of traditional songs, as well as the many events run with local communities. The National Folk Museum at Craignish hosts an event to teach the traditional Hope to Naw song and to help people carve turnips. The Turnip Lantern at the modern Hop to Naw, children dress up and go from house to house hoping to be given sweets or money, or else or as elsewhere. The children carry curved turnip lanterns, which are known as moots by the Manx, and sing Hop to Naw songs. They are regional varieties of how turnips should be carved for Hoptuna, with variations focusing on which way up the turnip is and the nature of the decorations. It is believed that the turnip lanterns do not date earlier than the start of the 19th century, as the vegetable had not been introduced until the end of the previous century. In the past, children would bring the stumps of turnips with them and batter the doors with those who refused to give them any money and an ancient form of trick-or-treat. There are dances, which are danced traditionally through the street, a type of skipping, a real step, and a combination of arches only. The dance is taught in many schools in the Isle of Man, and is still practiced in pubs by adults. Divination is also practiced with prophesying, weather prediction, and fortune-telling being popular at parties. Last thing at night, the ashes of a fire are smoothed out on the hearth to receive the imprint of a foot. If next morning the track pointed toward the door, someone in the house would die. But if the footprint pointed inward, it indicated a future birth. A cake was made which was called Sodog Valu or Dumb Cake because it was made and eaten in silence. Young women and girls all had a hand in baking it in the red embers of the hearth. First, helping to mix the ingredients, flour, eggs, eggshell, soot, and salt, and kneading the dough. The cake was divided up and eaten in silence, and still, without speaking, all who had eaten it went to bed, walking backwards and expecting and hoping to see their future husband in a dream or vision. The future husband was expected to appear in the dream and offer a drink of water. Other means of divination was to steal a salt herring from your neighbor, roast it over the fire and eat it in silence, and then retire to bed. Or to hold water in your mouth and a pinch of salt in each hand as you listen to a neighbor's conversation, whereupon the first name mentioned would be that of your future spouse.
is not to be confused with the Welsh holiday of Callan Gaff. Callan Gaff, with the night before known as Nos Callan Gaff, and the night after known as Nosan Gallan Gaff, is also known as Yesibrinos, or Spirit Night of the Welsh, when spirits are abroad. Traditionally, people avoid churchyards, styles, and crossroads, since spirits are thought to gather there. The term is first recorded in literature as Kalangail and the laws of the Huadida. This holiday also features ceremonial dancing around bonfires between women and children. A tradition of the harvest mare. Because it is a harvest festival, and many games will be played involving the harvest. When the last corn stalk was harvested, workers would leave a few stalks uncut and then play a game with the uncut stalks to see who could reap them. Once the final corn stalks were cut, the stalks were twisted into something called a harvest mare. The winner would stuff the harvest mare inside his clothing and try to sneak it into the house while the woman worked on the feast. If the reaper successfully got the harvest mare into the house, he was rewarded with a prize of his choice, and if he was unsuccessful, he was mocked. There is a ceremonial feast that was cooked typically by all the women in the village. There was ceremonial divination, where seeing the future was separated between the boys, who were instructed to cut ten leaves of ivy, throw one away and put the other nine under pillows. Apparently this allowed the boys to see the future, and if they touched the ivy, they could see witches while they slept. The girls were instructed to grow a rose in the shape of a large hoop, go through the circle three times prior to cutting a rose, and then place the rose under the pillow. This allowed the girls to see into the future for the night. And unmarried women were instructed to darken their rooms during Nos Kalengef, and then a married woman would come look into the mirror to see the face of the future groom of the young woman. If a skull appeared in the mirror, the unmarried woman was meant to die within the year. If a future groom could not be seen, unmarried women, or the unmarried woman was instructed to peel an apple and throw the skin over her shoulder. Apparently the shape of the apple skin made would show her the first initial of the future husband. And this is not to be confused with the Slavic practices of Desiada, which is not associated with a popular holiday, but is the entire, I guess you call it, uh, nature of necromancies, communions with spirits, and rituals for prophecy and divination that are typically regarded as the possession and domain of Halloween are being the possession of the domain of Halloween. What we think of Halloween, spooky, witchcraft, talking with dead spirits, ghosts, um, giving into black magic, uh, temptations to use uh, witchcraft, etc. That is spellcraft, sorcery, you know, mostly divination and prophecy, but at the same time, parting and, 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 and dressing up into these ghoulish characters and monstrosities, etc., the celebration of them. 
that is known as the Ziada in the Slavic folklore. Essence of rituals that were communion with the living and the dead, spiritualism, etc., throughout Europe. And of course, the granddaddy of all of this, Sam Hain, which it is a separate and unique culture and is a separate and unique holiday. Samhain is celebrated with ritual bonfires, divination, spirits and souls returning to earth, mumming and guising, or trick-or-treating. People went from house to house in costume or disguise, usually reciting songs and verses in exchange for food. Carving of turnips into customary human faces, committing mischief, and it was also a sign for the seasons for the culling of herds, where cattle were brought down to the winter pastures after six months in the high summer pastures. It was also the time to choose which animals would be slaughtered. This custom is still observed by many who farm and raise livestock, and is spiritually integral to the idea of the Harvest Festival. With some of the blood from the slaughter being sprinkled into the threshold of the house. And no doubt, evolving at least symbolically, into the close association with murder, slashers, killers, human sacrifice, as well as the wanton violence and destruction associated with Halloween. And this primeval, original Halloween. Necessitating both the harvest transition into the winter, slaughtering the fattened calves and livestock of the summer, and celebrating with feasts, partying, but of course dealing with corpses, killing, death. Skeletal remains, blood, guts, all the macabre and truly horrifying elements of reality in what is also a celebratory, satisfied, happy, contented, joyful, emotional state because your hard work, your years, uh, your year's work, the labor of producing both crop and livestock have come to fruition They've borne successful harvests and fruit. Your winter will be easy because you'll have food. You'll survive. You're going to party. You have wine. The women are happy. They're going to cook. They're going to clean. Uh, 
they're going to do fortune telling and you're going to allow them to say, and, and the idea that this, that everyone is so energetic and vibing that it actually both and concurrently attracts the dead that they return for these festivities. They return to earth to see this activity of the slaughter of the culling of the herds of the reaping of the harvest of the celebrating and the dancing and the fornicating and the partying and the mirth making and the song making and the love making and the trick or treating and the mischief and the kids running around. The weather is good and it's nice and you know everyone's eating sweets and it isn't too cold yet. And you see how, ironically, just like how spring is a happy and joyful and beautiful moment, the counterpart of equal but opposite importance and power is the Halloween harvest season. Uh, even though it bears a cold tomorrow and hardship in the horizon, it is the indomitable human spirit community love, um, togetherness, uh, joy, and overwhelmingly the pursuit of such life, the pursuit of lovers, the pursuit of men, the pursuit of women, the pursuit of uh, treats, and yes, the pursuit of tricks. That always will make Halloween magical and will continue its survival as it thrives internationally, as it strikes that subliminal chord in the subconscious of the human experience, whether in its ancient ways or in its modern ways. Happy Halloween from Beyond Top Secret Texan. Most sincerely, Happy Halloween. God bless you and your families. Peace out.